0: Good morning, everybody, and happy Monday. Welcome to Let's Talk Therapy, and I am your host, Rosemary Burns. Thank you for joining me. I hope you all had a great weekend, restful or fun or whatever you wanted your weekend to be. All right, so you're going to be so proud of me. I, I actually did um, this episode. is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm going to talk about Talkspace, um, and so I actually did... Um, research and I have notes. Oh my god, goodness, how about that? But first, very, very important. Let's send a congratulations out to Caleb, who's my editor. Um, he and his fiance just got engaged over the weekend. Yay, them, I'm so excited for them and wish them the best and blessings for um, this beginning of their journey together. Um, he showed me pictures and they're beautiful and she looks so happy. I don't even know her name. Um, unfortunately uh, I, I'm sure I can figure it out, um, by asking him, but, um, they just look wonderful, wonderful pictures. So I'm so happy for them. Um, so I wanted to just share that and, and, you know, send a shout out. Um, but let's get to it. So I know the Pat, the, yeah, the previous two, um, podcast, no, it's three, it's been three, have been about therapy, different therapy styles, um, and but last night, yes, last night, um, I was watching TV um, and just kind of relaxing, trying to, you know, chill before getting ready for starting this week, and a commercial came on, and you may have seen them, um, let's see, Caleb actually told me this morning that he's seen commercials for them on Hulu. Um, but this was on, let's see, um, I use Sling. So um, I guess it was on a, a commercial on Sling. And it's about talk space. And, and it's, you know, the, um, the endorsement is made by Michael Phelps. And if you don't know who Michael Phelps is, oh, my gosh, get yourself under out from under a rock. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to be mean. Um, he is uh, an Olympian. He's actually the most, I think he's the most decorated Olympian. Uh, he's a swimmer. Um, and so he, um, he's always been, uh, an advocate, a mouthpiece for mental health, which I think is wonderful. And if I do believe he's been, um, open about his struggles with ADHD. That's pretty much all I know. I don't know if he struggles, um, with any other mental health issues and, um, you know, that's really none of my business, but I, I do know that he is the, um, if you would call it celebrity, um, endorser of Talkspace. I don't even know if endorser is the right word, is a word, but that's going to be my word today. Um, And so I I was watching this and I was like, huh, I was like, you know, I know I've done podcasts before on um, the differences between doing online therapy and doing um, in-person therapy and, you know, pros and cons, um, what to look for, um, how to, you know, choose what is best for you we've covered that kind of stuff. Um, but I never really went into um, into detail or into depth about a, a I guess a company like talkspace. And so um, it just made me start the commercial really kind of made me start to ask questions. Um, and so I went and kind of looked online and I will be the first to say like I know I am not the most tech savvy person, so you know me looking up, you know, looking for reviews, Um, I may not have found everything, Um, well, I I may not, I most probably did not find everything on this, but I did find information, and I found reviews from a client perspective, and reviews from a therapist perspective, and they were very interesting, and so basically, if you've never heard of Talkspace, it's supposed to be an all-online therapy platform where you as a client would be matched with a therapist and um, from what I read it sounds like it the therapy is done mostly asynchronous yeah I can't say that word there's I cannot say these two words I'm so sorry so asynchronous Oh my gosh. Seriously, um it's Monday and I can't say these words. Um synchronous and asynchronous. There you go. Oh my goodness. Um and so one means at the same time. Like synchronous means like we would actually if we were on a call, um we would be like talking on the phone that's synchronous at the same time. It's it's the same time. Uh, or a video chat. Um we'd be chatting In the same time, like, you know, say it's like 1 p.m., the client is on at 1 p.m., the therapist is on at 1 p.m., and we're texting. Or if we're actually doing a video call, we are both like, it's 1 o'clock p.m., and it's 1 o'clock where you are, it's 1 o'clock where I am, and we are um, seeing each other at, at that time. That's synchronous. And I said it really good right there. And then asynchronous is I might text you, and then, you know, you might not get the message until you know whenever maybe because you're working or something like that but then you check and you can text back and so it may be one o'clock when I texted you but you don't text back until one thirty or something like that that's asynchronous or I upload um, a video or actually I guess it would be the other way around the client would upload a video of what they want to talk about and then I would watch the video at a different time so that's kind of the difference that's what it sounds like so it's through text and emails Um, they say it's very easy to access a therapist Um, and so um, that's kind of I think that's kind of basically how it works Um, when I went to check um, how you become a client online what I saw was you take an assessment now I didn't actually take the assessment so I don't know how involved the assessment is um, and that's important. Um, it's important that I, I don't really know what that is. Um, and I guess, and I did not, I am not like an investigative reporter or anything like that. So I didn't, it, I didn't think it would be, and it really isn't like if I pretended to be a client now, I'm not about that. Now, if I actually was interested in becoming a client, cause therapists need therapists too, um, that would be different, but I'm not looking for a therapist, um, for myself. So I was not about to do that. So it says take an assessment, get matched with the therapist and set up when you're going to, um, when and how you're going to communicate with your therapist and you're pretty much good to go. That's what I saw. Um, And I was like, okay, again, intake assessments are pretty um, involved. And like I said, I don't have a a way to judge. I don't have a way to um, (laughs) assess. If it's a good assessment, like a thorough assessment thorough assessment or not um and so i kind of saw that and then i was like okay so you basically just text and email your therapist and then so that's what i saw as the platform you just just the mic so then i went and i kind of looked up some reviews and um, most of my reviews that i found were on reddit um and from the therapist perspective um what i saw therapists are are supposed to do is check on their clients two to three times a day and five days a week and then um i was like okay it basically just raised all kinds of questions um oh i also i'm looking at my notes i also looked at indeed indeed had um reviews um from therapists who worked um who work or who work for No, worked for um, Talkspace. And then um, Reddit had the client reviews. Um, And what I saw was, again, um, the therapist is responsible for checking in two to three times a day, five days a week. Um, Now, I'm comparing myself. I usually, most of my therapy is in person. Now, I do actually do online therapy um, but it is pretty much set up the same as it would be in person. I have my platform. It is HIPAA compliant and it is synchronous, meaning we meet, we say, okay, our appointment is at one o'clock. I know I keep using one o'clock, but it's just for ease of communication or, you know, of the conversation. So we have our appointment at one, we both log on at one o'clock and we have our hour session and that's it. Um, you know, and we set up our next appointment to follow, you know, um, that's pretty much how it goes. Um, I'm not going to check on my clients two to three times a day, five days a week. Like that's, I can't even imagine that. Um, it That, in my opinion, in my clinical opinion, fosters poor boundaries and a very dependent relationship, can build a very dependent relationship of the client on the therapist Um, I don't know how a client I'm sorry I don't know how a therapist could manage that Um, because if you have a full caseload like how am I going to take time to check in on on a client to me that doesn't make sense Um, you know I'm not going to be able to get into an in-depth conversation of what's going on two three times a day or five days a week that doesn't sound like a healthy therapeutic relationship to me, again, from what I have read. um, I also found, I tried to look up how much um, therapists are paid. Now, if you go to um, Talkspace, they don't really tell you in, you know, when you're trying to um, get information on how to become a therapist for Talkspace. They don't really say that. But what I found, like, through Indeed or, um, again, I just kind of Google searched, is that the pay was $30 an hour for the therapist and I'm like thirty dollars now. I also I don't one that's really low. Like that's crazy low. Um but how do they determine if you're checking in two to three times a day um five days a week like how do they determine what is a billable hour? So again other questions. Um I already mentioned boundaries um I read something that uh on a review that said the therapist is penalized if they don't respond to their client. Um so I just I don't under I don't know. I don't understand that. Um and then just lo- again lots of questions uh, that so this I guess this th- I'm going to go through my questions and then uh, and then I'll s- tell you what I think would be a, a good solution. <laughs> um what happens if there's a no show? Um, and again, maybe this is something that the therapist is informed about once they go through training. They did say a therapist will go through training on how to use their system and stuff. And again, since I'm, I actually have no, um, no true desire to work for them right now because I have my own practice, it would not be right for me to, to you know pretend that I'm, I actually want to be a therapist for them. Uh, like I said, not an investigative reporter. Um, okay, so questions. How do you handle no-shows? Because in private practice, you know, you can set up a fee for no-show. Um, in Even in clinics, clinics might be able to, it depends on the clinic um, and the insurance and stuff like that, they may be able to charge for no-shows. Um, some other clinics have policies if you no-show twice, then you're, you know, discharged from treatment. Um, again, there, there's all kinds of different things like that that are um, specific to each clinic. Um, each um, clinic. Um, But then, like I said, questions, very, very questions, um, very interesting questions or pressing questions that I want to know more about. Um, Then confidentiality concerns, HIPAA compliance. They do say they are a HIPAA compliant platform. How do they deal with confidentiality when there is a, you know, when there, I guess there's kind of like a middleman in between the therapist and the client, which is the company, um, how do you deal with, if there's issues that come up between a therapist and, um, and a client? Another question I had is, cause they also say, you you know, you get to, they give you, after you have your assessment, they give you a choice of three therapists and you get to choose. Okay, great. We've talked about how important it is to, um, to choose a therapist that fits what you need, um, and your treatment goals and how sometimes that takes a lot of time. Um. And you know, I think I remember back in the podcast that, of that episode, you know, get I had recommended, you know, give it a good month. Well, and then after a month, if you really feel like you're not connecting, um, you can definitely switch. It's okay to switch and go to a different therapist. Well, they offer the same kind of thing. You know, they they say they give you the choice between three therapists and then you would pick one and start with that one. And then if they do say you can switch therapists at no extra charge, which is an interesting way to put it um because you know in real life um you can change your therapist for no extra charge um you just you know if you don't like your therapist you just pick somebody else to go to um and so I thought that was very interesting but how do you again questions how do you provide for continuity of care so what that means in, the, in, you know, normal private practice and normal clinic practice is if I have a client and my client decides, well, they would want to go to somebody else or maybe, you know, maybe they're moving out of state or something like that so I can't see them anymore. Um, we do things like HIPAA releases so I can send records and, you know, um, if they want any kind of assessments sent to um, their doctors or whatever. So... My question would be, how does Talkspace handle continuity of care? And again, maybe they, they you know, maybe they have answers for all of these questions. I don't know. Um, yeah, and most most of the reviews that that I read that were from um, what they said were therapists raised those kind of, of questions of um, ethical concerns. Um, confidentiality issues um, my question was you know quality control I also have a question how do they handle crises so if a client is suicidal or homicidal or experiencing um, psychotic symptoms and they're a danger to themselves or someone else I would want to know what the policies are um, for handling crises um, now it sounds like you know since you're supposed to check in with your client two to three times a day and five days a week, um, that at least you would hopefully be in the know if if one of your clients is going, uh, is decompensating and going into um, a crisis. But I didn't, again, I couldn't find anything of, of what they do um, if there's a crisis. Could be, again, in the training when a therapist goes into training. Um, and so... Yeah, with that kind of stuff, just questions about quality control and are there clinical directors? Um, Because in in my career, you know, right now I'm my own clinical director because I'm in private practice, so it's just me. But when I worked in clinics, there's a clinical director, there's um, other administrative staff um, that, you know, they have their own important roles um, for things. And so I'm just wondering where... um, where all of that fits um do they have staffing um especially you know not so much in private practice um definitely in clinics you go to staff meetings usually every week or every other week um to discuss cases and and all that kind of stuff um when you're in private practice you do consultation with your peers and stuff like that if something comes up that um you need to consult with um And so how does that happen on this kind of a platform? Um, Is there supervision? Um, Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, Who makes sure that the therapists are doing what they're supposed to do without violating HIPAA and confidentiality? Um, Are all the therapists credentialed to do tech-assisted therapy? Um, I I don't know. Um, Let's see. And... What and they uh, the other question I had was what about referring for meds? So I'm a therapist. I can't prescribe meds. Um, if I have a client that comes in that um, together we we think okay, well maybe an antidepressant might be something to try. I send them to either a psychiatrist or their primary care doctor. Um, so how are you know med e- evaluations or um, you know medication referrals how are they handled so I just lots and lots of questions um especially like I said when looking at the reviews on reddit and indeed where most of most of what I read are not positive um and when I keep seeing things of ethical concerns ethical concerns from the therapist perspective um if you're having ethical concerns um that's a major no-no in our field um you know, ethical concerns are, are dangerous because they can bring your license into um, question or into needing to be reviewed and stuff like that, and that's um, that's a big deal. Um, so with all this being said, um, I don't know enough, um, and I would like to know more. So my big thing is if if you're listening to this podcast and if you have a connection to somebody who um, works for Talkspace or you are, you are an employee or the owner of Talkspace. Cause again, I don't know how the business part of it is set up, but I would love to invite you to come on my podcast and um, you know, share your knowledge, answer my questions um, because you know, when, when you've been in the field for a long time and, and there's some glaring like, Oh my gosh, how do you know, how does this work? Um, It's really important to, um, yeah, to be able to get at this information because, you know, it's interesting because it's like you see the commercials and of course they have somebody very famous endorsing, um, the product, um, but is the product good quality therapy? And, and that's where, you know, that's where I kind of find issue. Um, uh, well issue right now, because again, I don't know enough, um, and I would want to know more. So, yes, please, if you are affiliated with Talkspace, if you um, if you work there, if you are an, the owner, please get in touch with me. Again, you can find my information on Let's Talk Therapy on Facebook. Um, you know, you can reach out. Um, I ha- you know, you can even, let's see, I'm trying to think. Um, you can call the podcast studio. Um, uh Actually, I will get let's let's do this right now um, until I figure out a good way to get in touch with me. um, We'll put it this because the Facebook page is open and um, open to the public. So as of right now, I will say reach out to me on the Facebook page. um, And that way um, we can communicate better of what would be the best way to reach out until I can ask, you know, my podcast people what would actually be the best way to get in touch with me. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's my, that's my big thing. I invite you, if you are from Talkspace, to to come on my podcast to answer these questions, um, because I, I really want to you know if if it is a really good therapy tool like a the, like I said the new revolution in doing um online therapy then that's great let's get that out there but if it is you know, totally profit-driven and not good quality of care and um, all kinds of, again, ethical issues, um, then that needs to be made known. Um, That needs to be made known. So, um, okay, well, there you go. Um, I hope that this helps you guys learn some things about um, questioning, you know, having some good questions, some good questions, critical thinking about things that are presented to you, to you um, in the media. This would be, again, like commercials and stuff, to do your research. Do your research on um, on things that are, you are shown because um, it, it's very interesting to see what you can find out and could be, again, very important, especially when you're talking about something as important as mental health. Um, Whereas, you know, as I have said before, um the therapeutic relationship, the actual therapist that you get um, is so important for your ability to do good work and, and make the progress that you want to make in your treatment. So with that being said, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I hope again that you have a great week and we will talk to you next time. Thank you.